Thank you, everyone, for joining me here on the High Ground Podcast. I am super excited because today we are going to be talking about all the romances in Star Wars. And um, it's an interesting topic. It was it was I had a little bit of trouble, like trying to frame it. So (laughs) feel free to go freeform if you have uh, (laughs) any ideas or things like that. Hopefully this is going to flow very well. But um, yeah, we want it to be conversational, so if you guys have points, just hop out and say them. Sure. Uh, I want to start out, though, by going first going around in a circle, kind of introducing um, who are you, how'd you got into Star Wars, um, what's your favorite era, and also, what is your favorite ship? I know that's weird going right out of the gate, but it'll also help me frame things going forward, so. <laughs> uh, and I'll, I'll start with, uh, with Mary Lou. Okay, so hi guys, my name is Mary Lou, and it's and Fran. It's so nice to meet you officially. And then it's Christina, Caroline, Caroline. I'm so sorry. Nice. It's so nice, nice to meet you. Me too. Um, so, uh, so I've been a Star Wars fan my whole life. I love it. I love it. I love it. Uh, grew up with the originals. Um, originals were kind of my childhood. Prequels were my adolescence. The sequels were my young adulthood. So, um, picking a favorite era is <laughs> I saw that in the prompt in the email and I was like <laughs> I can't pick a favorite era um I really do g- genuinely love all all three of our main trilogies and their eras because and that's kind of what we're going by because I, I just love each trilogy for very different reasons I love the prequels because it's my favorite setting um the originals because it I mean because because of everything about the originals whether it, you want to call it nostalgia or uh, masterclass filmmaking or wonderful storytelling. Um, I love the originals, and then for the sequels, I love the characters. I'm really attached to the characters of the sequels, so I love all of them. And there's a car alarm going on outside my window, so I hope you guys can't hear that. Um, <laughs> no worries. <laughs> thank you. I live on a busy street. Um, and my favorite ship is uh, Raylo. Love Raylo, big Raylo shipper. But I really love. I mean, there, I think that there's something to love. I, I love all of, like, the main canonical romances. I have quite a few crack ships. <laughs> I'm like, this makes no sense to anyone but me, and I'm fine with it. Um, and, <laughs> and yeah, but really, like, everything. Everything's great. Uh, I'm a big romance fan, and I love Star Wars. And just when the two merge, it's, like, it's just fireworks. So I'm really happy to talk about it with you guys today. Yeah, and way back before we became friends, I found Marilu because of her doing drunken rants about Anadala, um, and that was just like it was wonderful. Um, but I gotta uh, know this this weirdo, yeah. <laughs> and uh, how about you, uh, Caroline? Do you want me to call you Caroline or yeah, some for the solo boys? Okay. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I usually try to keep it private on my. TikTok, but at this point, it's okay. Um, so my name's Caroline, like a lot of us. I got into Star Wars when I was really little. Um, my parents were super religious, so whenever we go to, like, friends' houses, there were, like, only a certain amount um, of movies we could watch. So one of the series we watched was Star Wars, um, and I just remember being way more into it than, like, my siblings um, and loving it. So much. Um, my favorite era is no surprise is the original trilogy. Um, just the chemistry between actors and the storytelling. Uh, Empire is my favorite, so I think that's like 
almost a perfect film. Um, and then no surprise either, my favorite ship is Han Leia, and it always has been. So I used to rewatch their kiss in Empire so many times, um, and that's like a core memory I have. It, it it was yeah it was beautiful and um for for some reason like there's a bunch of weird i don't know i feel like hate that popped up from it when it was it was clearly reading each other's signals and doing all these yes. but we'll 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 dive into that a lot yeah, a lot deeper. i have a lot yeah. about that <laughs> and i love Raylo too <laughs> and um and then firm uh what would you like me to call you Fern uh, is totally fine. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Perfect. Um, yeah. Yeah. Introduce us. Who are you? How'd you gotten into Star Wars? Your favorite era and favorite ship? All right. So I'm Fern. Uh, Fern AMG on TikTok. Um, and I, when I was a kid, my brother was really into Star Wars, and so he and my dad and uncle would talk about it, and I wanted to know just enough to be involved in the conversation, but I wasn't too interested in it beyond that until I was 13. And I stumbled across a Jedi Apprentice book um, and decided to read it and just loved it. And I remember spending that whole summer going to the library and checking out as many of those Jedi Apprentice and Jedi Quest books as I can. And then finding the Clone Wars and just falling head over heels in love with it. Um, So the prequels is my favorite era because I'm just so attached to those characters. Um, But my favorite ship it's got to be Storm Pilot. I just, it's got like a special place in my heart. I really adore it. Make it canon 2021. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> I, actually, I mean, you saw, I'm sure you guys saw that someone edited all the the same romantic moments that Han and Leia have and they put it with, with yeah. them. And yeah. you're like, okay. It was so obvious they, that I felt like they wanted to like make that canon, but I think the higher ups at Disney wouldn't allow it for like the world market but they definitely slipped those it was Ryan Johnson tried it's no secret you know like it's very obvious it seems very obvious but I mean they weren't really ready to have like a black guy (laughs) so (laughs) you know what I mean like it's uh I'm gonna drink now yeah we're gonna start drinking yeah well, but in, in trying to figure out how to actually write these and how they should be written, I have to ask the obvious question is what makes a, a romance great? Um, a romance in, in fiction, you, we don't, you don't have to talk about your personal lives and unless you would like to. Um, I believe I was greatly romantic, but my wife might disagree. Um, but <laughs> I, I'll, I'll go to Caroline first. Sure. Um, so I'm a big shipper, like, of everything. That's kind of always how I got into shows and movies. Um, so one thing that I always look for is undeniable chemistry. And you can't fake that. Like, you can write to it, but if if actors don't have that, then you really don't have much. So that's definitely something that's, like, for the fictional world. It's undeniable chemistry. And my favorite, will they, won't they? You need a little bit amount of that to like intrigue the audience. Um, And I'm a writer, so I always like to include that in all of my writing. Um, And I think it's such a human element is love. And that's such a big theme in Star Wars. So there's a reason why they included like love, like epic love stories, because they're interesting and they're part of the human experience. So those are kind of my favorite. 
things in um, fictional ships. Yeah, and I'm, that's that's really like what sets Star Wars apart from every other science fiction universe is because these they were all about the science part um, versus you know George Lucas created this very human, this very lived in world where it just focuses on like the interactions between the characters and I think that's really mm-hmm. what made it shine but um, how about you Fern uh, what makes the uh, what makes a great romance yeah, I was thinking about this earlier I was thinking about um, the Flannery O'Connor quote about the ending of a story should be surprising yet inevitable and that's what I think I want from a fictional romance, something that is surprising. There is that tension. There is that will they, won't they. And yet it's inevitable when it happens. You can see why these two people are attracted to each other, what draws them to each other, and they make sense together. Yeah, I've never heard it put that way, but that's excellently put. Yeah, no, that was, that was beautiful. Yeah. I, I, my, my mind goes back to... Um, uh, <laughs> I think um, The Office and Pam, after the show came out, looking back of like, oh, it was like we were in love this whole time and didn't know. And everyone's like, yeah, we all knew. Like, damn it. <laughs> but for her, it was surprising, but inevitable. Uh, how about you, Marilyn? All right. Good romance and fiction. I mean, I agree with Fern and Caroline, uh, and Caroline completely. I was sorry. I have a friend named Carolyn, so if I slip into that, I apologize. Okay. Everyone, yeah. everyone calls me Carolyn too, so I just okay. I'm used to it. Yeah, true. <laughs> I, yeah, Mary Lou and everyone. I, I the number of people that call me Mary, I'm like, okay. <laughs> like, okay wife's name. Oh, there you go. I think so. uh, oh yeah, actually, yeah, yeah, not spelled the same way, but yeah, oh, someone okay. someone said that okay. to me. They were like, you know, that's Mark Hamill's wife. I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> I go excited about it. Yeah, um, I, I like to claim Carrie, even though my name's Caroline. So. Oh, well, I love that. I, I know. Hell yeah, I, I know. claim it. Um, but I completely agree with the both of you on that. Like, it's so for me, it's if both characters are adults, if they've got chemistry, oh no, this is in my brain forever. Um, <laughs> and I think, and I think there's something to be said about like trying to also. And be for I've seen other people talk about how important it is for us to be a little bit more open, maybe to embracing friendships, you know, platonic friendships, you know, between especially between men and women, you know, on screen. I do think that's a totally valid argument. Like, not everything has to be romantic. Like, I I do get that, but sometimes, you know, I've had a couple of whiskey sours, and I just want them to be in love. <laughs> I just want love. Oh, but, um, <laughs> but, for romance, I mean, like I said, yeah, there are two grown adults. They got chemistry. I'm pretty much there. I'm ready for whatever comes my way. Um, and the will they, won't they is really is great. Although I will say that I do have a, uh, I have a threshold for the will yeah, they, won't so they. If it goes on yeah. for too, yeah, yeah, if it goes on for too long, I'm like, okay, I've been burned before by <laughs> like one of my favorite shows growing up was Bones. And oh god, yeah. It was seven seasons, and at the end of the seven yeah, seasons, yeah. they didn't show um, them getting together. Mm-hmm. They just mentioned it, and after that, I was. I was <laughs> that, yeah, that would that would burn anybody. I'd be so annoyed, I'm like so it, mad. It's it's like you have to because then there's also I know that a lot of television will not is so apprehensive about getting characters together because of the moonlighting curse, mm-hmm. of course. 
Moon, the show Moonlighting. It was it was called Moonlighting, yeah, with uh, Bruce Willis. And I forget the actor's name. Sherry after the- Shepard, something Shepard. Sherry, Sybil, Sybil Shepard. Yeah, yeah. After they get together, and then all of a sudden, like the show's ratings drop. Like they didn't know where to go with this with this romance. I think that it says a lot about a writer. It's like it's really good if a writer can write really good romantic tension, but it says even more if they can write a really really interesting relationship. Yeah. And True. that's yeah. why. Yeah, that's why I vote. I've said I Han and Leia. I love them so much, and I love. I actually love older Han and Leia oh, more. Yeah. Like I, I love later marriage. Like it's just like it's such. Uh, I've been oh, you like older Han and Leia. Oh, interesting. Yeah, like Bloodline, Han and Leia, mm-hmm. Force Awakens, Han and Leia. Like I just there is such yeah, a warmth and familiarity between those two characters that I find so endearing. I've been with my husband. Like we've been married for a couple of years, but we've been together for eleven years, and it's just mm-hmm. like that's it like like that's like i mean as long as your kid doesn't go crazy and like burn you know (laughs) well he didn't burn the school down but but, something to to note about um han and leia too that people always like try to spin in a different way because like there's weird hate for han and leia but um they were never divorced they were just separated so that's Uh always something i hold on to and i'm like okay like i get it if your son becomes like a Nazi basically it's like uh-huh. of course you're gonna be like separated like there's tension there yeah, yeah. gotta work through it's, that it's, yeah it's also the idea of divorce even existing in Star Wars makes no sense to me <laughs> <laughs> are there like marriage like there's like divorce lawyers in Star Wars like what the hell does that even work that Honestly, never makes sense it'd be a whole issue <laughs> oh yeah oh my she probably I, had a prenup Oh yeah, <laughs> yeah, she was. Yeah, Bale made sure of that. He was like, "You're gonna get a free enough." He wrote it right as she was Yeah. Oh, exactly. Oh yeah, with that, with the music box, he he hit for her. It's it's definitely this. It's like yeah, but it's, it's chemistry, it's romantic tension, and it's also sort of the the um, the aftermath of when they get together that I think says a lot about it. And it's and it's and I, I mean I just and there's so many we're so lucky because Star Wars has so many different kinds of romantic relationships. Mm-hmm. You know whether they canon, whether they're legends, whether they're not technically canon, but it's in post, so it's canon. You know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's just so much to enjoy. And yeah, I mean, what's not to love? It's it's love. Uh, yeah, yeah I mean, I I, I do love love that. Uh, I mean, for for me personally, it's it's basically just what what Fern said. Where <laughs> you know, it's. He, you can see the seeds there, and you see the the compatibility. But also, like you were bringing out, um, Marilu, it has to be able to transition to where too many shows and things. After the people get together, they are different humans, and you're like, no, they're not different people now. All of the sudden, you know. Um, I'm actually we're going to be talking to uh, Daniel uh, Daniel Jose uh, Older. Um, this weekend who is doing who's writing the new um, comic that's coming out for for Star Wars but he also wrote the book Last Shot and so I'm revisiting that book as well and you know I love Hanalei's relationship in that book because they both know what each other needs and mm-hmm. fully accept it, fully accept them for who they are. Um, she she knows that he is someone that is going to want to go on these adventures. And he's, 
you know, I don't know how to tell her. Should I even tell her? Okay, let me go home. I'll grab my bag and pack it. But and then I'll mention it as I'm leaving. He can't find the bag. Why? Because she already found it. She already packed it for him. And she's like, I know this is what you need. And That's so sweet. you know, yeah, we're here for you no matter what. We support you. And that is just just beautiful. Mm-hmm. Um, and so the ability to have them have that chemistry when they're young and then when they get married they don't become different people they're still the same they still have the same principles the same drives is really important to me in anything that anyone's writing and um i i try to write myself i'm not good at it but that's something (laughs) i try to i try to keep in mind um but speaking of writing I mean, we got plenty of these these love tropes. Um, mm. I'm curious what your guys' favorite. What, what's both? Of, what's the best trope and the worst trope? I gave you Ooh. nine examples, um, mm. and uh, so I don't know if you guys have access to that or if you can see it. Mm-hmm. But I've got um, mine up, yeah. And if you have other ones that I missed or whatever, feel free to feel free to call them out. But I'll go to Fern first. What's uh, Best trope, worst trope. Uh, so stuck together is a pretty good trope. Um, if it's the one I'm thinking of, which is what it says on the tin, they're stuck in one location together. Um, I it, all all my favorite tropes. I don't like myself for liking these tropes, and yet <laughs> I like them a lot. Stuff around um, it. Enemies to lovers, like. Is it probably the basis for a healthy relationship? No. Do I really enjoy it in my media? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Worst trope, I forgot to consider what what the worst trope is. So I'll see if anyone else wants to jump in first. Okay. All right. uh, How about you, Marilou? Okay. So I'll start with the worst trope, in my opinion, which is like, and I'm not saying that this trope is inherently bad. It's more of that I'm just kind of really tired of it. I love triangles. I've I've hit my ceiling with love triangles um, because it's just like it's almost oh, like so when okay outing my team Jacob. You said before I did. Listen, so I'm outing myself here, but okay. So when Twilight was first being published, I was 15 years old. Yeah. I read Twilight. Yeah, I read I read them all. I kind of fell, I did fall off it, I think, around when the third book came out. I, I read it, but I was just kind of like, oh, what happens? Like, what's going on? Um, but I really liked the first Twilight book. I was like, yeah, it was, yeah, it was great. <laughs> this is, I'm 15. This is totally my lane. Um, and I am kind of enjoying sort of, no, no one is saying that Twilight was like secretly good or anything like that, but it's also kind of, us looking back on how we treated girls who loved Twilight, you know, is helping us reevaluate how we treat teenage girls and how we treat yeah. what they like and how we completely are invalidating every single thing they feel and maybe just let them like what they like. They're 16. Maybe have them, let them have this and enjoy this. They're not, they're, they're 16. They're not stupid. They like what they like. And, um, Element and, Seven say, says that uh, Jacob can criff off. Um, so uh, Jacob sucks. Okay, look, listen. <laughs> Jacob sucks. Okay, <laughs> Jacob sucks. I never trusted a girl <laughs> who likes who's Team Jacob. Never. 
Okay, because first off, because all of us are talking about like how we're, you know, we all dabble in writing. First off, from a story structure, I remember being 16 years old. This is totally a tangent. I remember being 16 years old and being like, we had a whole book of her and Edward. They're going to end up together. What? What? They're going to have a whole book just focused on their romance. And then halfway, we're just going to change lanes and she's going to end up with Wolfoy. Like, no, that's not how this works. <laughs> Structurally, that makes no sense. Now, to be fair, the Twilight books didn't have that much structure. But <laughs> comes to plot and theme, but that never made sense to me. Um, so, and and I just find that if there's going to be pining and like, the school they won't they and oh we want to be together or oh we don't like, I prefer I think enemies to lovers fills that void far better or or like um, um I'd say like maybe uh what's another word for it because I I. I wouldn't really describe something like Pride and Prejudice as enemies to lovers. I, when I think of enemies to lovers, I think of like, I'm on this side, you're on this side, and we're going to try and kill each other at least twice or something. I would say like, um, uh, disgruntled, like, I don't like you, but you know, there's something about you I don't like, but then they learn to understand each other. I think that that scratches that like pining itch that I have a bit more than uh, a love triangle. Love triangles kind of run out of steam very quickly for me, especially if you can see where it's going. Um, and my favorite trope, it's kind of a mix between stuck together and fake relationships. Okay. My favorite trope is, um, uh, arranged marriage. That's (laughs) a good one. It's a good one. Similar kind of. Yeah. Like it, like, oh, we have to get married. It's like political or social purposes and we don't like each other, but, oh, we spent all this time together. And suddenly, you know, I, oh, you know, I love you and we learn about each other. I do love that dynamic. That's definitely one that I'm just kind of like, if I see that, like, like, I don't know if anyone else watched Bridgerton. I watched the first episode. Yeah, it's, it's, it's good. I liked it. It it takes, it, it sets a tone. And I remember watching the first episode and I was like, oh, this is the show, I guess. But then halfway through, the, the plot actually progresses, like, Wait, well, and I'm like, oh, we're actually kind of moving forward. It's not just pining for eight episodes. There's a, there's kind of a similar dynamic in that show where it's like they pretend to be courting, and you know, it's like, and, it, and I'm like, oh, inject it into my veins. I am here. <laughs> let me have this. Um, so that's definitely one that I maybe it's not the best one, but it's definitely my my favorite right now. I would say. Yeah. Okay. Nice. I, I like it. Uh, and Caroline. Um, well, as a connoisseur of ships for my whole life um my favorite it's kind it wasn't on the list but it has to deal with kind of like um it's similar to this I actually it's not but fake relationships love because like they're stuck together and they probably already like each other but they don't want to say anything and I think yearning is like one of the most important things in a relationship on screen that's like one of my favorite things so that can go to like a bunch of different tropes um but my favorite trope was was it's probably like the one bed trope um or like having to kiss or something like that trope um and then realizing their feelings I love that one and then um my least favorite is either like friends to lovers and not if they're like like, I know there's a lot of ships where they genuinely are friends, but I don't like when it's like, we don't have any feelings for each other. And then suddenly something changes. I kind of like, um, more of a yearning thing. Um, and that kind of goes along with another, uh, one of my least favorite, um, 
tropes is soulmates because I don't like the idea that someone's like destined for somebody else. I kind of like the idea that you grow together um, and you're really inclined towards each other. So those are kind of my thoughts on the tropes. Nice. I I, I like it. I I will say um, for me, I enjoy uh, friends to lovers in the cases where they were childhood friends and then there is something there's a a gap or a distance and then they Mm -hmm. meet later but no there's no like together all the time and then one day you're like oh you know what we haven't done (laughs) (laughs) Uh, like like dating other people that just depresses me yeah Like the girl shows up at a prom in a nice dress, and it's like, oh, I love you. Like, no, that's not, no. That's not. No. That's not how it goes. I'm also just obsessed. I don't even know, like, I know this is a legit trope. I'm just obsessed with the word secret billionaire. I don't know why. When I read that, I laughed. (laughs) It's a trope. It's definitely like, oh, I'm rich, but I'm not going to tell you. Like, you know, but I don't know. I, I literally saw number two, Secret Billionaire, and I just laughed. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like they could have done that with Ben Solo if they were to make, like, an AU. You know, like, oh, set yeah. in our universe. That's kind of, like, oh, yeah. you can see like, them doing. Oh, rich, sad Ben Solo has to take over the family. But I'm already making, oh, God, we have to stop. <laughs> That'll be our I'm next movie. waiting to happen, yes. <laughs> Raise the waitress. Okay, I'm done. Okay, I'm done. <laughs> uh, he's he's like a struggling writer, but no one knows that he's heir to this whole thing. <laughs> and I love how his mom's the one that always has the money, and then poor Hans just like a stay at home dad. He's a house husband. Oh hell yeah, trophy husband. Well, I <laughs> trophy am husband. currently a trophy husband. So. Uh, they, <laughs> Thanks, thanks, COVID. Um, cool. <laughs> uh, okay, so 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 jumping forward uh, before we get too deep in, into writing fanfic. Uh, also, I don't know if it's it's it is it is crazy. I'm I'm not going to do it, but um, because of what you were saying of how we just kind of as a society disregard what young girls are interested in as as stupid. Uh, I never even attempted any of the twilight stuff although i feel confident that it's pretty bad <laughs> but okay 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 i went to the second movie uh on a first date and and i almost died during just the introduction <laughs> yeah i mean the movies are way worse than the books okay okay yeah good good to know any of it didn't read the books, didn't oh, really? watch the movies because I was one of those kids where my whole identity hinged on I do not like Twilight. Um, ah. Yeah. A lot of, yeah, people, one of, a lot of people went through that. <laughs> yeah. I've always tried to be above that, but yeah, no, I was in, in, in the same camp. Um, <laughs> although I was the only uh, only boy that openly loved NSYNC. Um, my, first, <laughs> my first two CDs I ever bought was NSYNC's self-titled, uh, the one with Tearing Up My Heart, which I can still oh, play yeah, on fun. acoustic guitar, um, and Big Willie Style. Uh, Will Smith's album oh, with, with yeah. getting jiggy with it. My dad loved those two albums. Uh, I, I'm just saying I'm I'm winning already. Um, 
Uh, so let's let's jump straight into the the prequel era to get started. Uh, I wanted to talk about your guys' favorite ships. I named a few of them, uh, so you guys can can each pick one, one or two, and then we'll we'll go around and kind of talk about them. But uh, if I'm sure there's ones that I have not thought of, um, and ones that I probably don't want to think of, um, <laughs> and. <laughs> Yeah, I'm seeing one right now that's like making me upset. I apologize, yeah, I but people, <laughs> but people have been saying it, and so I think it's important that we shame them. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Element Seven says uh, Bobatan, s- still a better love story than Twilight. <laughs> I love. It. <laughs> True. Uh, but yeah, prequel ships. Um, and I don't know if you guys can tell. I just start with the next person each time. Uh, so this one, I'm starting with uh, with Marilu. Prequel ships. Okie dokie. Well, number one. Well, what was really funny is I for the, at first I thought that said Obi Wan Satine. I thought that said Obi Wan in the Senate for a minute. And I was like. Uh, <laughs> I'm committed to democracy. Like, you know, I, that's what I stand for it. Like, I was like, you know, that's unique. I'm, in, I'm, in, I'm into that. No, but really, um, Obi-Wan and Satine, I do adore because you have the, you know, the monk and the duchess. He, you know, oh, because like, if a good forbidden love angle, like, ooh, I'm here for. I love, I love like, like I, I, I got burnt out on forbidden love stuff when I was like in my twenties. Like I was like, oh, okay. But as I'm in my, I'm 31 now. And now I'm like, if I get a good forbidden love angle every once in a while, like, Ooh, it, it hit, it's, it's perfect. It hits definitely. Um, yeah. It's, you know, it's like, it's like, a, it's like a really good steak. It's like, you're not, you don't want to eat that all like every day, but like a good New York strip every once in a while, like hits the spot. So I do love Obi-Wan and Satine. I love their, they have kind of the Han and Leia like bickering dynamic, which I really, really like. Um, the, the episode um, Voyage of Temptation is amazing. It is so funny. Just, just and like I made a video a long time ago where I said my my dream cosplay is Anakin holding the martini glass, just like smiling, <laughs> just like <laughs> grinning like an idiot as he's watching Obi Wan like flirt fight with his old flame. Um, funny story my I was watching it and my husband had never he hadn't seen Clone Wars I kind of showed him the essential stuff and I was like oh you know this is the essential stuff and and they had their interaction he just looked at me he was like what's going on (laughs) (laughs) and I was like oh they were they were like a thing honey and he's like I love this this is great like he was so in on it and it was so great um she I, I, I don't even really, and I don't blame Loney for this. He kind of had to kind of take it this angle, considering we don't see much of her in the original trilogy or any original trilogy media. You know, Satine does get kind of fridged. <laughs> she's, she's killed, and it's, you know, so that Obi-Wan can have a feeling. But it but it works because she was a very developed character before she died. I, I do think, I, I think, you know, and so maybe it's maybe it's not so much fridging. You know, she, she was fully developed. She had her own motivations. She had her own goals. We had a lot of time with her and characters die in fiction and that's okay. Um, and I thought, and I did think her death was pretty um, impactful. So I liked that. Um, and is, okay, why is Annie Soka on here? Why is this here? 
because you know, people bring logic, it up to me and, I, and I, it makes me mad. Um, by this logic, Luke and Leia should be somewhere on this list. I'm just saying, okay? <laughs> like, by this logic. Um, but we're just going to pass right past that. We're going to ignore it. We're not going to look at it. Um, uh, I do. I talked a lot about um, Annie Dahl in the past, so I'll, I'll kind of skip over that. Obi Wan Academy is a very interesting ship. That's a very that was a ship that I wasn't really aware of until I joined TikTok, and I saw like all this like Obi Wan Padme stuff, and uh, and it's pretty cool. I, I like you know that's kind of a love triangle angle. I think that is kind of fun. It's not explicit. It's not what the whole story hinges on. It's just kind of this like sort of like hinted at kind of energy. Um, again, kind of leaning into like you know the forbidden love angle and uh, and fun. And it does give cause for Anakin's overwhelming jealousy, which I know uh, Obi Wan and Pad like the 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 implication that Obi Wan and Padme were having this this affair with the, was originally supposed to be implied to him in in Revenge of the Sith. But I guess that plot line was dropped. Mm-hmm. Um, which I mean, which is fine, but it, it does make more sense that he's like, we don't need to talk about, we don't need help from Obi Wan, we don't need things from Obi Wan. Like that makes it a little bit make a little bit more sense in my opinion. It's still a fun ship, and uh, and yeah, and yeah, those are those are great. Most of these are great, yeah. <laughs> Sorry, most of these. <laughs> most of these are great. I, know I, I I knew what I was doing. It's okay. <laughs> yeah, Caroline. Um, so the two I bolded were Anadala, naturally, because when I was a kid, I was like, I'm 24, so I was, or almost 25, wow. Um, I was a kid when the prequels came out, and I was very into them, and I was very into Anadala. Um, but looking back as an adult, I just feel like, um, the actors didn't have the best chemistry, um, and the lines they were given were pretty awkward so um I don't ship them really as an adult but I can admire the beauty in both of them because they're both beautiful um and they have the best love theme hundred hands down like I love Han and Leia but like they have the best love theme that's something I kind of want to walk down the aisle at my wedding at too um and then you guys might hate me for this um and it's not like I ship it like intensely or anything like that but I think it would have been pretty interesting to go for the Obi-Wan Padme um, dynamic because I feel like Padme, like the only thing I don't really love about Anidala is that realistically, I really don't see Padme like falling for Anakin. Um, maybe later, like if I could see them like falling in love in Revenge of the Sith, if like Anakin didn't turn to the dark side, like I could totally see them like falling in love then because in that movie, like you can see in his whole like demeanor that he's like a man. Um, and she was like pretty much a woman since she was 13, you know, she was a queen. So, um, I could see Obi-Wan and Padme and, um, oh gosh, Ewan McGregor has chemistry with everyone. So I totally could see that. And this is like a weird headcanon, but like say Padme lived, I could see Obi-Wan like moving in with her and helping raise Luke and Leia and then eventually falling in love. So... Wow, yeah. I've never even considered that. that, but that's. Right? <laughs> I'm just saying, they both lo- lost their great loves. So, ooh, um, oh. so it, it didn't put it on the list, but um, Element does bring up a good one of um, 
pieces Obisage, <laughs> Obi-Wan Asajj Ventress. Uh, and then we also do know that Asajj Ventress and um, Quinlan Voss uh, – did did the the nasty um they were a thing and fell deeply in love um as well something i completely forgot about when making the notes so just want to toss that in there it's a little monkey wrench also obi-wan and maul (laughs) i can see it yeah there's tension there there's there's passion maul sure is obsessed i'm just saying he's really obsessed definitely something about constructing elaborate rituals to like have any sort of interaction with this person it's just like not romantic but yeah passion is definitely oh, the right word there oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah but uh your, your thoughts for it yeah i think of that list especially i think it has to be obi-wan and satine but for me because it doesn't end happily i think if they both left their obligations if obi-wan left the order and Satine left her, you know, her throne, um, I would have been disappointed in that narrative because I do love the tension. I love that they are both dedicated to something like higher than themselves. Um, I love that they can't be together. It genuinely can't be together. Um, and that the the episode where Satine dies just does things to my emotions. So yeah. I think that's gotta be it for me. Yeah. Is that another is that another trope that you didn't think about? Like, I don't know, ships passing in the night where there is this extreme duties, but, you know, you're at wartime and, uh, you know, I, I yeah, don't know. Like they want to get together, but they're, but they're, but, you know, a greater cause is keeping them apart kind of thing. Yeah. Is Corky a Kenobi? Yes. Yeah. I want to say no, but <gasps> I know. No, no, be honest, be honest, Fern. <laughs> I, yeah, I hadn't even considered that until recently, and I saw people online saying it. Um, and I think I just don't like the character very much, unfortunately. <laughs> and so, and I, and I love Obi Wan and Satine so much that I just like can't imagine him as their child. Um, but I, it's possible. I won't rule it out. Okay, okay, I I, I like it. Um, I I am one of the the outliers because I I feel like I don't know. I just feel like it would be kind of a dick move to not tell Obi Wan. Yeah, <laughs> you know. That would be, yeah, that'd be bad. Yeah, that'd be bad. but but that's that's really the only reason is is I couldn't see her not sharing that, and then if she had, and if Obi Wan knew. Um, he would have acted differently. You know what I mean? But that's that's my whole reason for it. Um, and, and no, no clone ships. No. Uh... <laughs> Is it bad that I've really seen a few episodes of the Clone Wars? No, not bad at all. It's so fine. I can't really speak to it. I I always assumed that the clones were Ace, probably by design to to help. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? But but the one did you know defect and, and marry uh, that that Twi'lek woman. But um, all right, moving into the original trilogy. Um, who uh, who jumps at you guys uh, with this one? This time I'm starting with uh, Caroline. Uh, let's see if you guys can guess. <laughs> 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 um, yeah, Han and Leia, Avi. 
Um, they're just so good. The chemistry is just like, I think they have probably the best ship in Star Wars just well, because of their dynamic, like you see the character growth in all three episodes. Um, like in the first episode, Han is like, doesn't want anything. He doesn't want commitment. He doesn't want friends. He wants money. He's very closed off. Second episode, he still kind of has those feelings, but he's super torn. Um, and then they fall in love and he kind of commits. Then the third in revenge, or wow, in return, in return. He, he steps up to the plate, which I think people forget about in The Force Awakens. And he's there for her. He does things to make her happy. You know, he's willing to give her up to Luke, which is like the ultimate sacrifice. Um, and he's basically steps up as a man. And Leia softens through all three of the movies. Um, and then the second ship is, I kind of loved Lando with anyone. Like Lando is just, he's probably <laughs> my third favorite character. Um, I love him so much. Um, I could see Lando maybe in Luke or, oh, and Jin and Cassian. Oh, that is a sad, sad ship. And they were just friends. So that kind of goes to show like they didn't fully like they didn't kiss at the end. They just hugged, which is really sweet. And they would have been a really sweet couple. Yeah. yeah. I and mean, they kind of strike me as one of those that potentially could have been. But so mm -hmm. much focus on the mission that you can't take time to, to develop it, you know? Yeah. Um, and their lives were cut short. Yeah. But uh, how about you, Fern? What do you see in the original trilogy? Um, for me, it's got to be Luke and Han. Um, I love Han's dedication to Luke. I think that they have good chemistry. I think that, um, especially early on, just the, uh, this is another trope of you know the sunshine, sunshine boy and the sort of grumpy man. I adore. Um, and I like the idea of Han being really confused about his feelings, like not knowing who he has feelings for, um, but he clearly has a type and it's Skywalker's. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If Leia didn't exist, I would a hundred percent ship Han and Luke. hundred percent. But I can't with everything in me. My heart is just like, no, <laughs> I, I, it's actually something I don't think I would ever want to be canon because Han and Leia are just so perfect. Um, but as far as what I'm drawn to and what I really enjoy is, is Han and Luke. Okay, it, uh, there is that one like random lingering scene where Luke is like, "Hey," uh, and he goes to tell Han something and then just doesn't, and it never mm -hmm. comes up again. And I was like, "What? What was he? Before I go off on this like death-defying mission, I want to tell you something." Ah, oh, never mind. <laughs> like, yeah, when Han's like leaning up against the Falcon. Yeah. Mm -mm -mm. <laughs> he is so fine in that movie. Um, in Empire? Yes. Oh. There's the Ford Peak in Empire. Empire Han hits different. Ooh. Hits different. Mm. Uh, I, I will say, in, I know it's it's from it's from a book, but from this time period, we have Thane, Kyrell, and Cyanna Ree from Lost Stars, and they yeah. are my um the the epitome of the friends to lovers because they they grew yeah. up together went to the imperial academy but then were kind of separated and there's even like 
they even made a manga about it, and it's the most adorable scene ever when they've been separated for a while and then they first notice each other is like growing <laughs> and I don't know if oh, if you see that scene so in, in the manga it's mm-hmm. it's probably it's one of the most adorable things you know all of her friends like him all of his friends like her neither of them can see why until they're separated for a while and then they're like mm-hmm. oh this is oh, this hits different um <laughs> oh. but uh, uh how about you Marilu? Um, all right. Oh, so first off, I just want to make sure because the last time you, my hair is leaning against my, my headphone. It doesn't make a sound, does it? No. I don't think so. Okay. I just want to make sure. Okay. Cause I have like the side braid and it's like draped over my ear. Okay. So let's see. Originals. Okay. So I do. Um, I love Han and Leia so much. Um, so much love for them. I, I, so, so I do love Han and Luke. Um, <laughs> there's a song, Cardi B's song, Moneybags. There's a line in it where it's like, with some pretty ass twins, you look like Beyonce. And I always <laughs> like, look and lay on Han just being like, oh, this is a problem. Um, I think like, that's a fun love triangle dynamic. Um, my best friend and I were watching Empire and it was the scene where, yeah, where they're about to go into the battle and Han is, like, working on the Falcon. And she and Chewie have that great, like, comedic, like, yelling back and forth. And and Luke, like, calls up to him and they're just, like, looking at each other. My best friend's like, like, you don't, you don't look at your friends like that. Like, you don't stare at your friends, like, so longingly with so much love. I just, I love, I thought they were so cute and fun. Um, and who else here? I mean... C-3PO and R2-D2 are just an old, bickering married couple. Uh, love them. Love, like, just how... They're just so cute. And then it's, like... And it's so funny to me because C-3PO and R2-D2 have been, like... There was never a, a quote-unquote, honeymoon phase with them. Like, they were always just this bickering old couple. They always have been since <laughs> the prequels, all the way through the originals, all the way through the sequels. Like, they just bicker. And it's really, really cute. And I just think that they are absolutely adorable but yeah i mean and yeah but yeah like i mean just so many so all i mean all of these are great they're lando lando in the entire galaxy <laughs> lando just being being lando. a smooth talker love him <laughs> yeah it's uh i i i love i love lando and like part of revisiting the book it talks about like lando getting dressed and like you know putting on a <laughs> shirt that's that's tight in all the right places and loose in the right places and just enough shading under his pecs for a suggestion and then like he puts on his pants and like the book is d- describing this of like the suggestion of a bulge uh, <laughs> and like, <laughs> <laughs> like he he knows he knows what he's doing like you you he know um, also, I, I have some some good ones in the chat of uh, of, of Jabba and Bib Fortuna. Um. Salacious <laughs> <laughs> Crumb and Jabba. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, Salacious Crumb, you can always make him laugh, you know. There's, I love him. Yeah. <laughs> He's underrated. I love uh, him too. You know, something I didn't put on here is any of the members from the ghost crew that was all original mm-hmm. trilogy as well so yeah. i i apologize because and in, in my opinion like kanan and Hera also one of those duty bound but 
um, based off of so much mutual respect and, you know, capability, uh, I do... If, if I were to categorize the healthiest relationship in all of Star Wars, like, the relationship that, like, like, it's, like, it's all, like, and not that that makes it better or anything like that. Like, this is fiction. It's supposed to be fun. But it's, like, if we were, if you're going to pick, like, a relationship to model yours after, like, I mean, Kanan and Hera are pretty great. Like, they're pretty, you just, like, yeah, Brandon said, the mutual respect, the admiration, um, they're, they're pretty cool. They're, they're awesome. I love them. The fact that they talk to each other about their feelings and genuinely like and about their problems um they can <laughs> communicate it's great um yeah they're way up there for me agree and then uh do you guys ship ezra and sabine no 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 this yeah i don't know what the mood is in this particular chat but um as a lesbian, I see Sabine as a lesbian, and it's very important to me to interpret her that way. I not I know not everyone does, and I totally respect that. But I just can't get behind the Sabine and Ezra thing because, like, I see so much of myself in Sabine. So, yeah, okay. yeah, it, yeah, and it's and it's and on top of that, it's like, and it might just be my age talking, but like, I'm 31. Like, I I feel weird. It's like it's like when people ask me like oh, like, do you have any Harry Potter ships? Do you have any Avatar The Last Airbender ships? I'm like, those are children. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, those are children. Like, <laughs> no, thank you. Like, you know, I, I think it's totally fine when you're that age to be, like, really invested in these relationships because you're the same age as these characters, and that's totally normal. And I think viewing it as an adult, it's it's totally fine to be like, oh, you know, maybe they'll get together or something. But, like, um, like assertively shipping characters that are just so much younger than me I just it just doesn't feel right to me so I I like you know maybe you know I'm like maybe in the future you know who knows like but I do agree with you I do agree with you I I think that he or she I think that Sabine does read she reads this gay to me and I think that I hope that they go in that direction I hope that they 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 continue with that you know okay yeah yeah uh so I mean I personally I'm not a lesbian, but that's also how I, that's how I, I I read her as well, um, and especially because my older sister is gay, and like so my her relationship was very much Ezra and, and Sabine's relationship, so it does kind of make me a little un, uncomfy when that gets shipped. Uh, but before we move on to to the sequels, I actually did want to spend another moment here on Han Leia specifically because of how much. I've been seeing, at least in the TikTok community, of people trying to say that they are that it's toxic and that he's like mansplaining stuff to her and like he's aggressive or what. It's 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 funny because it it feels to me like he's very much put on a front that that is who he is, um, and then he's trying to not he he has no idea what to do and so he's like wearing these oven mitts trying to like handle this this you know feisty princess and he's like i this is what normally works i don't know what to do like tell me what you want and he's respectful in, in the same way but i'm curious you know if you what your guys' thoughts on are on for it yeah i mean 
it it really does bother me just because that was like a fundamental shift to me uh, growing up. And I think people don't know how to separate Harrison Ford from Han Solo. Harrison Ford has made some mistakes in the princess diaries. Like he shouldn't have pursued a 19 year old girl when he was married in 33. Yeah. We all know that. But to put that on Han, like I don't really ship Han and Leia in the first in a new hope, just because like, he's not in a place to be with her and she's not really ready either. So I don't really ship them in that. And he doesn't come off in the best light in a new hope. But in Empire and in Return of, especially in Return of the Jedi, you see him make so many sacrifices for her happiness. And to me, like people um, say the same thing about Raylo, which I get a lot more in Raylo uh, for Raylo. But for me, it it's kind of demeaning towards women, especially strong uh, strong women like Leia. Like she can stand up to herself for herself she is very capable and she knows how to say no, you know, like when Luke is trying to pursue her kind of in empire, she basically makes it clear. Like she kisses him to make Han jealous, but like, I really don't think Han is the type of character. We've seen him always do the right thing, especially in um, solo. And I really don't think he would like push her boundaries. Like he lets her take the lead and she did kind of need a push because she was scared of her emotions in empire. So yeah, he pushed her a little bit, but he never pushed her um, to make her uncomfortable. And I think people just, it bothers me because I think they don't see the whole picture. And I don't know, I think they love to hate it. And I think people kind of get on bandwagons in Star Wars and, and like to agree with other people and don't really have formed their own opinions. And that kind of bothers me, so. I mean, if, if you watch yeah. the movies... It's it's because people want a this equals that. They want a direct yeah. formula. And yes, some of the things that he does could be problematic if she was not receptive, open, and welcoming to it. Mm-hmm. But she was. Mm-hmm. Um, and he knew that. Yeah. And it's clear yeah. that if she wasn't, he would not have continued. And I think what you saw in Return of the Jedi is the best indication. He's like, listen, Luke come back, comes back. I'm, I'm gone. Like, I'm, I, I, I was trying it. You know, we had a good run. I won't get in the way. <laughs> <laughs> I won't stand in the way. Exactly. Yeah. You know, that I, says everything you need to know about a man. Yeah. And it's, and it's like, okay. And it's like, okay. As someone who has been on the receiving end. Okay. I, okay. And I think it's, I know what a woman looks like and how she behaves when she's not feeling it. Like, okay. Like I have been in that situation, like not in a dangerous way, but just, I've been in that situation. I think every woman's been in that situation. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Where, where a guy is, is Han soloing his way in empire. And I am just, job of the hutting my neck in my <laughs> face into my body and i'm like no 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 like i'm like oh no no no, no. like i uh, if leia was not interested she would have made it very clear that she was not interested mm-hmm. um and at the end of the day too it's like i i do have a legitimate bone to pick with people that over over police ships and are like like this is toxic and this mm-hmm. is good and it's like it's pretend like it's mm-hmm. supposed to be fun like and 
it's like, okay, so every single relationship ever in fiction and media needs to be healthy. It's like, well, no, like that's not yeah. the whole, like the whole point, like if it, like art imitates life and vice versa. Yeah. Vice versa. Yeah. It's, it's this, the the whole point of fiction, at least in my opinion, is to is is to is to see things like represented in ways that you normally wouldn't you know you normally wouldn't um what's the word I'm I'm, I'm a beer and a half in sorry hang on it's like seeing seeing situations that you wouldn't be maybe you wouldn't be all that receptive to or welcoming to in real life but seeing them fan fan you know you know made made you know made fictional, made fun, made big and bombastic. Mm-hmm. And it's like, should you fall in love with somebody on the opposite side of a war who's trying to kill you? No, no, you probably shouldn't do that. That's probably yeah. not a good yeah. good thing to live by. But it's it's fantasy. It's pretend. If there's not conflict, whether it be big and galactic, enemies to lovers, or just this like Han and Leia, like bickering death and forth energy, like I just don't find that all that fun like it's yeah. supposed to be fantasy like let I'm it so, be fantasy yeah. and let it be fun and if people went through like a rule book of like if she says like obviously if a woman says no that means no you know I've been plenty like harassed many times by men so I get it but like there's also a point where like you know how to read the room and these Han and Leia were really good friends they knew each other extremely well and if you read the book, um, the novelization, and if you read the script, it says explicitly clear that she had feelings for him and she was denying it, which makes sense mm-hmm. for her character because she's lost everything. So like if you can't go like, you don't want to be like, like if you're having a conversation, right? It's not, hello, hello, how are you? It's not the same. It's not a script right now. You know, it's improvisation. It's learning each other and getting and having that rapport so i think that's like something people should just come on people it's realistic (laughs) and it's and it's fictional and it's fun like if she Mm -hmm. she could kick his ass and she would she'd have no problem doing it she's padme's daughter hello that's just my (laughs) no absolutely yeah it's this feeling of like it's this and it's like, and I also like, if people don't like it, like, that's fine. Like, you don't have to like it. Like, you don't have to ship anything. Like, it's just like, just don't, it's just like, there's, there's this weird obsession, I think, in fandoms and it's always been there, but it's like, I find it very prevalent, especially now that so much of us are online, like all fandoms kind of interact in kind of an online space where like, but it's, it's not enough for someone to not like something. They have to be right. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, mm-hmm. I'm yeah. right yeah. and you're yeah. wrong. And the reason it's not that we just have different preferences or different tastes. It's that I'm, I'm on, I have the high ground. It's a high horse. Yeah. Yeah. You're the deviant. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, I think it's just pretend and we're all having a good time, you know? And I think people like to jump on the bandwagon. Like people liked The Last Jedi. A lot of people liked it in the theaters. I like it. And then coming out and all these years later, it's all the, the small group of people that hate it so, so much that like ruins it for everyone. I'm like, I don't, there's things in the prequel or in the sequels that I don't love at all. But you know what? I'm not going to sit there on the internet and like be really negative because I just really don't think that solves a lot. And like, I don't, I don't want to ruin something for somebody else. 
if it's not mm-hmm. truly problematic, you know, maybe it's not my cup of tea, but it's not, it's not my job to sit, sit on a computer and make you feel bad about yourself or make mm-hmm. you feel bad for liking something that's relatively innocent, you know? So, yeah. So. I feel this way about a lot of things, but especially Star Wars. At the end of the day, if you're not having fun, you don't have to be here. You can find something that is fun for you and that yeah. you do enjoy, but like we're all here to have fun, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And then uh, another thing I, I typically notice is not only is it like you're wrong, but it's a thing you like is the worst thing that has ever happened in the history of humankind. Literally. Apartheid? Nope. That. <laughs> the thing you like. And it's like, if you don't like something, it like, or if you like something and someone doesn't agree with you, it, they almost want to attack your character. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that's so not fair. Like, you don't know people and pe- everyone's struggling. So I think it's really important to just be kind to everyone, especially these young kids on the Internet who are just getting into Star Wars. You know, it's just it's not it's not our place to be like, no, you can't like that. And this is I'll give you a whole PowerPoint on why it's like, just just let them enjoy what they enjoy. Unless it's like incest. Like, go ahead. You know, yeah, yep. don't ship Luke and Leia, please. And, yeah, and as long as everyone's 18 <laughs> and consenting, yeah. go ahead. Yeah, go for it. Perfect. Perfectly said. All right, so let's jump into the uh, the sequels here. We have quite a few uh, potential ships. The very last one on the list is one I made up. I even made a graphic for it uh, <laughs> with Claude. Claude Rose. Um, Claude wow. is is the big slug thing that basically replaced Rose as the <laughs> oh, <laughs> on yeah. on the ship. Um, Poor Rose. <laughs> I just, I just, I had to. I, I'll have to. I'll send you guys. I even I yeah, photoshopped a picture of them together. Um, I, at like uh, where um, Padme and Anakin got married. It's beautiful. <laughs> it is absolutely beautiful. Um, but <laughs> but but uh, Fern, what jumps out at you from this era? Yeah, it's it's Storm Pilot. Um, I remember coming out of that theater the first time I saw The Force Awakens. Um, like that meme that I think it's from It's Always Sunny with the the wall of like papers with strings connecting everything. Yeah, Charlie <laughs> and Pepe yeah. Sylvia. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes, I, I I that was me. And I had all my theories about how this was definitely going to be canon and this is what they were building up towards. And like, oh, here are the different archetypes the characters fulfill. And like, here's why they're destined to be together. And it it felt like something really special from the very start. And I still feel that way, even though it didn't pan out the way that I had hoped. Um, it still feels special. <laughs> yeah, it's... Uh, it's, it's Yeah, it's, it's something that is very very commonly mentioned as being um very disappointing um for 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 most but uh your thoughts on it marilu yeah the the sequels are definitely where most of my ships are you you left one out though brandon you left one out (laughs) you left out bobby freck and dm <laughs> no, you left out Kylo and Poe. 
my first journey. I think it's called Dark Pilot. Dark Pilot is uh, is one of my crack ships. I'm like, I'm. I got, they like say, they have like so little interaction, but the interaction they do have, and they grew up together. <laughs> they did. I. I. They did. And the, I'm just, I, I mean, I'm in the theater watching The Force Awakens and he just slams Poe's head back and Poe's like just like moaning and Kylo's reaching for something. I don't know what he's reaching for. And it's just, it's, I was like, whoa, <laughs> I'm like, this is very sexual. Um, I definitely like, that's like, that's like one of my little crack ships. I love it. It's fun. Uh, I just think they have a lot of sexual chemistry in that scene. And in the opening too, where he um, comes in, super fun. Um, I do, I mean, I love, I love Storm Pilot. I love them together. They, you want to talk about chemistry, like, oh my God, like Oscar and John had this electric chemistry that was so mag, like, so amazing and just like, and, and, and just like impalpable. And it's just such a shame. And it's like, I have like a conspiracy theory, <laughs> like that. I, I really believe then the first draft of like, or the first couple of drafts of The Last Jedi. Finn and Poe go to the casino together and they go on this adventure together. And I think that maybe someone, like some sort of executive force was like, no, 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 no homo. No, no, no. You know, split them up, you know, and, you know, and, and I, and I understand like Poe needed a character arc. He needed to kind of go through his own emotional journey. Sure. Fine. But they could have done it together. And I'm like, and I love Rose though. So then they kind of created Rose to be this sort of stand in for Finn's moral compass. It worked out fine. I really love Rose, but I kind of, I, I just wish we got a little bit more time of those two together. But I do love Storm Pilot. Um, and, I, and I think, and when The Force Awakens came out, I liked Finn Ray. I thought they were super cute because they had that friendship dynamic. It was kind of like this puppy love energy, with, especially with Finn and her. And, and I thought they were cute, but it ultimately, like, I, but it wasn't anything that I like was like shipping though. I was just like, oh, they're cute. You know, if they end up together, that's, that's super cute. Like, um, it was after the last Jedi that I really went all in on the Raylo train and I was like, oh, oh. <laughs> like, oh, oh. <laughs> what's all this? You know, and I I love Raylo. Um, and and that's another ship. Like it's 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 just that, you know, oh, it's so toxic. Oh, it's so toxic. And it's just I well, the 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 aspects that a lot of people find problematic about that ship are the aspects that a lot of people find enticing about the ship. Like so one person's cup of tea is another person's, you know, cup of arsenic, so to speak. It doesn't work mm-hmm. for everybody. Enemies to lovers is not a dynamic. It's, like, pana- it's can... like pineapple on pizza, you know? Yep, it's pineapple on pizza. It's <laughs> Some people love it. Some people hate it. And that's totally fine. And it's just all in how we treat each other and how we speak mm-hmm. to each other regarding it. If you ship Raylo, you're not some weird brainwashed, <laughs> like... Yeah, you're gonna yeah. marry someone who's abusive. <laughs> whoa, whoa! <laughs> like, I just think it's, I just love the dynamic of light and dark coming together. Like, I think you're reading a little too much into that, you know. And um, and yeah, it's just fun. It's it's like I said, and I and I said this on on the Kylo podcast. You know, he's in black, she's in white. It's catnip for me. I love that dynamic. Um, I love, and because I always wanted light and darkness, like, because I was always a, per, like, a, a, I stood by the fact that I, and I still stand by the fact that the dark side is not inherently evil. It's just, it's nature. It's mm-hmm. death. It's like death and, and life. Life is light and death is darkness. Death isn't fun. It's not 
not it's not a, it's not a good time. It's not a New Year's Eve party, but you need it for there to be balance. And the idea of of light and darkness coming together to create balance was so poetic to me. I loved that dynamic between the two of them because the prequels it was all about there's too much light, so darkness rises. The original trilogy is there's too much light or there's too much darkness, so light rises. And then the sequels are all about light and darkness coming together to create balance. And that dynamic was just great. But I love it. But there's so many ships in here that are great. And what you described is how we got Oreo cookies. And those are wonderful, you know? Who doesn't love an Oreo? (laughs) No, when you were saying that, though, about uh, darkness not necessarily being evil is is also... um, really touched on in the Mortis arc in, in the Clone Wars mm-hmm. uh, because the the sun in there wasn't evil until things started progressing and he, he got that way but he yeah. wasn't that way initially and yeah so I mean Dark doesn't have to be evil it could just be like shopping at Hot Topic and um, <laughs> and being weirdly obsessed with the Haunted Mansion ride at Disneyland there you there's go there's so many out no there harm in that. <laughs> <laughs> if if you have a Jack Skellington tattoo, you're you're one of those people. That's all I'm saying. Um, <laughs> how about you, Caroline? Um, so the first movie, uh, for, The Force Awakens, I didn't really ship anybody. Um, I could see where they were going with Ray and um, Finn, and I just thought they were friends. Like I never saw like a ke- the chemistry. Um, romantically for them so I was taken aback in um The Last Jedi I was shocked I did not like Kylo in Force Awakens at all and then Ryan Johnson did such a good job of bringing out um Kylo Ren's character and especially Adam Driver it's a testament to him so kind of the the whole time I was watching The Last Jedi I was just like wait do I think he's cute and then I was like, wait, do I ship them? <laughs> it was a weird coming to moment because in the first one, I literally hated Kylo Ren. And then I was like, wait, I kind of like that they see the good in each other. Um, and enemies to lovers so good. And something that I always think of, um, and maybe this is me going on like a feminist tangent, but I think if the roles were reversed, nobody would have a problem with Raylo. Yeah, because... People think that, like, people always want to say, oh, like, he was abusive towards her. They were enemies. I mean, duh. And, like, and and Ray can stand her ground. She's a Palpatine for crying out loud. You know, like, she has power and she held her own. She hurt him, too. So, like, of course there was, like, but then in The Last Jedi, he doesn't attempt to hurt her again. Nor does he in The Rise of Skywalker, really. He's still trying to turn her. So I, I get why people have a problem with it, but I just think they had the most chemistry of um, anyone in the sequel trilogy besides Storm Pilot, who I also think had really good chemistry um, and just a fun dynamic. Like we hadn't really seen a relationship like theirs and they kind of just made sense together. Um, so, yeah, but I kind of if if polyamory exists in the Star Wars universe, I could see like um Finn, Rose, and Poe. Yeah. <laughs> oh, okay. That's cute. Know, That's right? really cute. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I I was thinking um, Finn, Ray, and Poe, which 
there's that scene at the end of Rise of Skywalker where they're all hugging and they're just yeah. holding each other. Yeah. Um, there's so much about like storm pilot and gentle touches um, that I adore. Um, but that that moment is so that's sweet. And I watched moment. it and I was like, that's a polycule that I'm witnessing <laughs> on the screen right now. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, shout it, out it, to. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Brandon. Oh, no, no. So I'm here for you guys. If I if we ever talk at the same time, you guys win. You guys win, okay? Okay. okay. Shout out to Ginger Rose. Love Ginger Rose. That's I love Huxley. Oh, really fan fiction cute. discovered it for me. Thank you, fan fiction. Uh, After Blossom, who is, I mean, every Raylo knows who After Blossom is. She does this awesome, amazing Raylo fan art. Super cute chibis. I have, like, a, I have a bunch of her stuff, but she... The first time I saw Ginger Rose was through her like little mm. fan art with the little chibis, and I was like, "Oh, this is this is me now." <laughs> like, they're, cute. they're cute. They're so cute. Because I like, liked Kylux in, in the Force Awakens. Actually, I like Kylux too. I, I enjoy that shit. Like you know, like you know, just 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 I hate you. <laughs> like I hate you. Like it's it's, it's really fun. Mm. It's um. There's just there's there's just so much. There's I there's so much to love in terms of ships but it's also like i had this, there was a video in my drafts for a long time where i was like like talking about how like like there are different types of ships like there are ships that are just like really cute like ginger rose to me is like just this really sweet like let's hold hands in a field of flowers and then you have you know kind of like these ride or die ships you're like oh i just want them to be together and happy you know i want you know finn and poe to be together and happy i want ray and uh, ben to be together and happy and then there's the the dark ships <laughs> where it's like i'm not interested in kylo and poe having a conversation i'm just interested if they're horizontal like that's all i really can. <laughs> <laughs> that's all i can and we've all got them we've all got them you know it's like but there's all different types of ships and and it's so like if someone says they they ship something you know, if someone's mind immediately goes to like, oh, it's, you know, what are you, it's, it, what are you, you sick? It's like, no, 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 no. It's like, it's like, cute. <laughs> it's, yeah. it's soft, you know, it's, it's all types of ships. They're fun. Uh, it's, I, I, so I share your thoughts, uh, Caroline, with The Force Awakens specifically. Because when Kylo Ren first takes off his masks, and I've said this before, I thought he looked like a wet <laughs> dog. I think he looks... I think I had said that. I thought he looked so weird. <laughs> I was like, I was pissed. Why is your face so like, long? No, Who is this? That's not a I person. Disturbed. <laughs> and I think it's the eyeliner, and I think it's the way they did his hair. <laughs> Maybe it's, his hair's too perfect. It's like you were he had a helmet on. You're all sweaty. Why is your hair like perfectly clothed? And it was. I feel like know, it looks like, like a weird like seventies do. Mm-hmm. in that movie and the eyeliner I, I'm not a big eyeliner and a man type of type mm-hmm. of girl but I respect it it's just not for me um, <laughs> yeah. so in, in The Last Jedi though I was like shook especially when they did the Ben Swallow scene I was like <laughs> okay <laughs> in real time I was like I think I think he's right about everything why is he right about everything? What is I, re, I remember exactly where I was sitting in the theater, and I was like, I think this is my favorite character of all time. What's going on? What's that? I didn't. Literally. I didn't really have an opinion on, on Kylo in the Force Awakens. I thought he was fine. I was like, okay, like let's see where he goes from here, though. And 
Yeah. yeah, I mean, I feel like so many of us were just converts in The Last Jedi. Like, oh, wow. My first thought became a meme uh, <laughs> of I love Count. Memes. My wideness has doubled since we last met. <laughs> <laughs> That's hilarious. <laughs> Uh, man. <laughs> How about you, uh, Fern? Uh, wait, did I go to you? No, no, I haven't done you already. Go ahead. We're just riffing. Yeah, 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 yeah. No worries. <laughs> yeah, so I, here's the thing. I, w- I didn't see Raylo at all um, for the first two movies, and I didn't really have an opinion one way or the, the other. I was just like, not really for me, until... Rise of Skywalker, where I was like, oh, I'm experiencing catharsis. Like, I find this just Im- immensely emotionally satisfying, and I don't know why, but like, I'm just going to roll with it because this is a good thing I'm experiencing, I think. <laughs> it's it's always a good thing. It is. It's yeah. always a good thing. <laughs> Those are the best feelings. <laughs> yeah. And um, I, I'm having trouble remember where I started. Did I start with you, Marilou? She st- you started um, with Fern on this one. Okay. I was stuck. Okay, and and then oh, and Caroline, you did share your thoughts on it. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, uh, awesome. Um, I threw a bunch of other ones in there, mostly because so I threw Lando and Jana only because that last scene, the first time I saw it, I was like, okay, listen, man. <laughs> I know you're smooth. She is too young for you. Stop it. <laughs> And it wasn't until I read the novelization that it was like, oh, okay, okay. it's He's not meaning it like that. But, I mean, I he's Lando, so I'm sure it's not off Billy the table. Billy Williams just has swag. Like, yeah. he has charm pouring out of every orifice. <laughs> <laughs> Which is why the last one had Lando and the galaxy at large. Uh, I should have kept that on this one because it's it's still true. Uh, some things just, just never change. I also threw Hux and Chewbacca uh, up there just for for discount. Bo-Katan, um, Hannah, if you're watching, that was that was squarely aimed at you. Uh, she's trying to I make that. I laughed so hard. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I mean, for for me, okay. So this is, um, <laughs> so being, I, I'm I'm black. If if you haven't noticed, and okay. so. <laughs> No. Um, when The Force Awakens happened and the thing with, with Finn and Rey was teased, I actually really liked it because mm-hmm. all of my life, they always took the, the black lead and put them with the Hispanic or the Asian girl. Um, and that's just that's always been the thing throughout media. You know what I mean? Even back to watching hey arnold in in the 90s when when he's going after gerald's going after uh helga's friend i can't remember her name um and so it's like oh are they actually gonna gonna do it <laughs> but but no no I like which is the idea okay of but uh, well, i i do prefer them as as friends and um I do think that that also needs to be normalized is that you can actually be friends with someone and not try to make it into something else. Um, we have this, uh, you know, it's the, the common like patriarchy uh, harms men 
as as well as women. Not as bad, <laughs> but definitely harms them. And I know plenty of guys. You know, one of the reasons that there's a lot of guys that are like douchebags and stuff like that with women is because they literally the only reason that they're dating a woman is because they have no one to talk to about their feelings, and oh. it's only acceptable to talk about them with a woman. And it's like, you don't need a girlfriend. You need a therapist. Like, yeah. <laughs> you yeah. know what I mean? There's some friends so, who aren't assholes. <laughs> yeah. Friends who, who won't make fun of you if you're having a hard time or you need help. You need to talk to someone about your emotions and you don't want to be called gay, which is also having that as an insult is a whole nother problem. But we're yeah. mm-hmm. it's it's like this. It's it's a it's a cake of it hurts garbage. Everyone. It really does. <laughs> yeah. But then it forces women to be, you know, these emotional managers mm-hmm. that have to vote to manage their the, the men in their life. You know, whether they're they're straight or they're bisexual with a man or a pan or what have you, you know, they have to manage their emotions and there's a lot of stress on them, and then it's a lot of stress on them, and it's just, it's awful. <laughs> it's a lot of scope of nightmares. Um, okay, but going forward, um, I have to ask, is there any cross-era ships that, that you guys have thought of? If this person met this other person, what would happen? If, if Padme met Poe, how would that how would that shake out? Because uh, I actually do ship that. Um, even though, you know, she's wildly successful for her age, I think he's just that smooth and charismatic. You know what I mean? Like, there's there's no way yeah, he would have... Tr- dynamic. Yeah. There's yeah. no way he'd have trouble talking to, to a princess, and he would just, you know, like, a, a queen, former queen. Um, but yeah, what, what do you guys think? Uh, go to Caroline first. Um, so it was kind of hard for me to think just because I feel like each trilogy has such a vibe, um, and such good chemistry within it, but kind of something I thought of, um, would be if they were both the same age and they were both like teenagers, I could see Luke and Ahsoka would be kind of sweet. Yeah. Um, yeah. I, I think that'd be kind of sweet. And I, I could also see kind of like Ray and Anakin maybe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but none that like stood out to me. Uh, I I really I did not consider Luke and and, and Ahsoka, um, and I like it a lot. It's like a, it's a light. It's like a it's like a lemonade on a hot day, like yeah. of a relationship. You know what I mean? Exactly. Just, I could see them being like teenage lovers. Yeah. You know, it'd be kind of sweet first loves. <laughs> uh, how would you, Fern? Uh, well, I just now, just sort of building on that comment, um, if they were the same age, I could see Ahsoka and Ray. honestly. Um, I think that oh, they, yeah, I, I think they would complement each other really well. <laughs> yeah. Um, also, I mean, obviously not the same age, but we don't necessarily know that she's dead. Uh, but there's a whole... That's a whole side topic. And a cartoon that Dave Filoni draw, drew uh, with Lord of the Rings references. I love that picture so much. <laughs> it's my phone background for a while. <laughs> and uh, Marilu? It's hard because I, like, so I feel like in, I feel like Luke 
because it, because it, this one, this one's kind of tough for me because like, so I just inherently like am drawn to pairing like Luke with like other like sweet little sunshine people <laughs> like, just because I think it'd be sweet, even though their dynamics are very different. I just, I want like Finn and Luke would be so cute. They would have like the best relationship. It <laughs> would be so like, it would be, it would in theory be bad for fiction and television or movies because there'd be like just there'd just be no conflict yeah <laughs> they would just yeah. be super cute for each other and be just a mutually supportive couple and be so sweet um and also like part of me like I well so one of my favorite dynamics like when it comes to uh when it comes to Raylo and this carries over into like a kind of a cross ship is how like when it's Ray and Kylo Ren Ray is like, you know, this, oh, she's so nice and she's so sweet. And Kylo Ren's all feral and mad. And then as soon as it's Ben Solo and Ray, then all of a sudden Ben Solo is like so sweet and Ray is like feral. Like I love yeah. like that like fun, like that switching dynamic is really charming to me. Just like like in and just the idea of like the, the one thing the something that I so appreciate about Ray is that it's like it is that JJ Abrams like shows her eating. Like, because when you think about it, women don't really eat on screen. <laughs> we don't, we don't True. eat a lot, do we? We yeah. don't, that's not very attractive for a woman to eat. I always appreciate, I, I've always loved the idea of like, Feral Ray holding like all this food and just like eating and, and then being like, oh, slow down, honey. Like, that's like yeah. so charming yeah. for me. Um, and I really think that like, Feral Ray and Luke would be really cute if they were the same age, like. Just, I just like Luke. I just yeah. thought that too. Yeah, Luke, Luke and Ray is kind of being like like little sweet sunshine boy and Ray being like, <laughs> Did you give me a sandwich? Or like it's just like that <laughs> dynamic being really funny. Um and uh and yeah, so they're yeah, those cross ships are really fun. It's also just because like as much as I love Luke being I like Luke not being with anyone in a lot of ways because it keeps mm-hmm. his um his sexuality open to interpretation. It keeps it leaves him as a self-insert, a proper self-insert. Definitely. Like you can everyone can be Luke Skywalker. Everyone can Mark Hamill has said before, he's like, if you think Luke is gay, he's gay. Like that's totally cool and awesome. And but at the same time, like I also want Luke to be happy because I love him so much. (laughs) So I'm like, oh, someone, someone get with Luke, whoever it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but I, I, I love him very much. Those are fun. (laughs) and um so i I know you haven't checked it out yet uh caroline but um for fern and merlu um uh, avar chris and ahsoka uh element wants to know what your thoughts on on if they met i could definitely get behind that yeah i think there's From Light of the Jedi? Uh, sorry, I thought you had read it. Oh, I haven't started Light of the Jedi yet. Okay, I, I'm okay. still... I've, well, because, okay, look, this is what happened. Like, No, no, no. Sawyer's like... <laughs> no, I'm just being silly. Sawyer's like, you've got to read Revan. I need someone to talk about Revan with. And I'm like, okay. So like, I'm still like kind of figuring out where I want to go next after... I, I have like two more chapters to read them. But, um... <laughs> But as soon as I read Light of the Jedi, I will for sure give my input on that. I, I trust Fern's judgment for sure on that. 
I, I definitely think it could work. They're both very competent. They're both very dedicated. Um, again, just like I think two people who would complement each other really well and just all be able to communicate, which would be so nice from a romantic relationship. <laughs> um, and then Brandon Ortiz in chats is calling uh, Kylo Ren an Asajj Ventress. Uh, Ooh. Which Bad Ventures would just kill him. <laughs> it would be potentially explosive. Um, yeah, but fun, I think. Asajj, like, Asajj Ventures to me, like, I just, I know a bisexual when I see one, you know? Like, I just, I just <laughs> and her, yeah. and her, she's got a shaved head, guys, okay? I'm just saying, like... Um, but she, I, I, um, cause I didn't read Dark Disciple, but I know who's, who does she end up with again? Who does she? Quinlan Voss. Quinlan Voss. Yes. yes. And I've heard that that's a really cool relationship and it's a really fun dynamic and it's really wonderful. And I'm very curious. I, Dark Disciple and like Last Shot has been on my list forever. I just haven't found the right opportunity to kind of jump in on them. But, uh, but yeah, Asajj is, and it actually kind of leads into a, something else I kind of wanted to talk about a little bit. Can we, can we jump into a, a, a topic? Uh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah like, absolutely. just because just I wanted to talk about how, like, and I know, and I also want to make sure that I leave room for Fern to speak on this, um, because... You know, not a lot of lady ladyships, you know, and it and that and that definitely and that's not your it's that that's not you, Brandon. That's just Star Wars. <laughs> that's just, there aren't yeah. a lot of women who talk to each other in Star Wars. Uh, there's not a lot of um, and things are definitely getting better. Like I have seen so much um momentum in that direction. I always loved like Ahsoka and Padme's relationship. I thought they were so sweet. You know, there's definitely Ahsoka and Adventures have a very interesting dynamic because they're basically just each other's like dark reflection or light reflection of each other. Very cool. There's definitely been progress made, especially with these new stories we're getting. But um historically there's you know there's one girl and two guys. You know, we have mm-hmm. our trio and just women don't speak to each other very often. They don't really have relationships in these stories. Like I am so mad that like this thing that lives rent free in my head is how they cut the scene in the rise of Skywalker with Ray and Rose. Mm, that his, it, it, it like, and it, I get, when I heard that, when I saw the still of like Ray looking at her and Rose talking to her in front of the map, I was like, where is this? Mm-hmm. Where is the scene? I want women to speak to each other. I want they were them to have so excited about that scene too. And 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 Kelly Marie Tran, like I see, I've seen the clip of when she and Daisy meet. Like I don't like they. I don't know if it was their first meeting or whatever. But when she and Daisy kind of converged on the red carpet for the last Jedi, like Kelly like breaks down in tears and they like hug each other for the longest time and. I'm like, where is this? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, where is this dynamic? They would have been electric together, and and I want and there's and there's definitely something to be said. As, like I I have a lot of opinions on um, you know, it that's a different topic though. I want to get everyone else's input on this, especially Ferns on on this. So uh, before we jump into the, to something else, I want to talk about. So please, Fern, about um like women relationships, lesbian relationships. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's not just Star Wars. It's like all fandoms, all literature, all movies. This is something I noticed growing up. And I was thinking about this earlier on this evening, how um, like 
I didn't read Twilight and I was very anti-romance when I was a teenager. And it wasn't that I was actually anti-romance, it's that I didn't relate to these straight romances I was seeing. I didn't yet know I was gay. <laughs> Things sort of fell into place after that. And it was mostly male ships that helped me come to that conclusion because those female ships just did not exist. So I was also thinking of Rose and Ray, who have the cutest ship name in existence, Rose Ray. That's adorable. And I was really hoping to see them interact and see them together. And the fact that we were robbed of that seems like such a shame. Um, but it's not just Star Wars, it's everything. Mm-hmm. Well, was, sorry, sorry. no, no, go ahead. One of the, my favorite um, gifts or like videos from the sequel trilogy behind the scenes is Billy Lord coming up to hug Kelly Marie Tran. It's so sweet. It's so sweet. You can just see them like interacting and having that like female bond. Cause I think as a woman, like I love my best friends and like, I think I love being a woman too. And I think we don't see enough of representation, especially for like, um, I, I can list off 10 um, gay ships but I can't really list off that many lesbian ships. Yeah. Or if they are lesbian, they're bisexual and they usually end up with a man, you know? Yep. Which is unfortunate. With the singular exception of Dr. Afra, but that's, that's. Yeah. Dr. Afra and um, Stana. 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 Yes. So good. I love them. Yeah. (laughs) That's in the comic books. Yes. So good. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, that's awesome. Which I really, I, I need her on big screen. I, I need her. I made a TikTok about this today that she needs to be played by Chloe Bennett um, oh, from yeah. Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. And I think she can embody that character super well. Um, so it, it was, uh, what's her name? L- Lindsay Tomlin that was doing a Star Wars project, and they said there was going to be elements of Indiana Jones. We all thought that Ooh. it was going to be Afra. That's what the Acolyte is. Um, ah. So I, I was like, we were we were chanting like Afra for forever, and we were brought. I'm st- still excited for it, but um, yeah, we we still we still need to get that. Uh, but I think I know the reason for it um, that there aren't many uh girl girl relationships in star wars and media and it's because uh they don't know how to write women um (laughs) (laughs) like if if a movie can't pass the bechdel test how are you gonna have two women like Mm. what what (laughs) like if 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 two women uh what man they talk about And that's where the Bechdel has come from as well. You know, Alison Bechdel was trying to, was writing about the experience of being a lesbian and not being able to see not just like lesbian representation, but female representation at all in the things we consume. Um, And obviously the Bechdel test is like taken on a life of its own and and Mm -hmm. how we interpret it now, but it's, it's talking about that exact experience. Something I always think about is Carrie Fisher, one of her, many great quotes is she said women are like um over qualified seasoning in a dish you know we only need a little bit of it apparently but like we're always like (laughs) overqualified when we are like taken into consideration um and that's definitely apparent in film because 
as a woman in film, there, there's, there, there are a lot of, um, male creators and that's awesome because some male, some men can write really good women and vice versa. But I think it's, again, like you want to get everyone's opinion and everyone's perspective. Um, and it's, I love seeing those badass women in Star Wars. That's something that I fell in love with. I fell in love with Leia. So it's like, it makes, you know, that's part of the, should be part of the mm. equation. Yeah. And <laughs> you always say you, <laughs> thank you, Brandon. It's like, and it's, and what I, one of the things I always found so frustrating about is like, it's, I love Star Wars so much. I, it's, it's such a huge part of my life, but it's like, I find that this franchise has a very hard time branching into just letting, like, we have some amazing female characters, but they are always, it, most of them are always intrinsically kind of connected to the men in their lives, which isn't inherently bad, but it's, it's just very like, it, you're not letting them just be these characters on their own. And, and Ray for, you know, and Ray's not a perfect character. I love Ray so much though. And it's like, you know, yeah, she's romantically linked to, to Ben. Sure, sure, sure. But it's like, this is her story. She follows the heroine's journey. It's her story. It's her identity. She chooses to take the Skywalker name. It's, it's, it's all, it's about her. And I, and I really will forever appreciate that. And that's it. And that represents a step. It's definitely a step, but it's, it's like this, it's, it, I forget my point, <laughs> but it's, it's this, um, it'll come back to me later. Brandon, I'm pulling a U where I had, a, I had a point and it fell out of my head. No worries. Um, maybe I'll, I'll, I'll help you by, <laughs> maybe help by, by, by talking, yeah, 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 go ahead. but there's, there's a lot of cases where we're making progress with representation. Um, mm-hmm. and, uh, a, it always it irritates the crap out of me when people take it out of context. Like, John Boyega's interview with GQ, he's talking mm-hmm. a lot about how we can't bait and switch. Like, we've made some progress. The fact that he was in it as a headline character in sci-fi is new. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that is progress. But they chickened out at the last moment in quite a few ways so yes that is progress but it's it's not enough we're not there yet and that's that's what we need to to continue working towards um but we're we're slowly getting there and slowly infiltrating you know different parts of media um again the book last shot that i'm revisiting um it's actually something we're going to talk about with daniel uh jose older this weekend uh, because it's funny, I didn't even pick it up when I read the book the first time, but um, they hire a pilot um, named uh, Taka, and he's... Oh, I screwed that up. Uh, Taka is non-binary. <laughs> uh, and it's, you know, and it's just kind of casually tossed in there. But mm-hmm. I, I, you know, I liked the fact that that wasn't, you know, that's just a, a footnote on who the character is. It's not their mm-hmm. defining quality. And so they didn't spend a whole lot of time trying to hammer you on it. Uh, but they're, they're working, working on it, <laughs> slowly getting there. Yeah. And as someone who myself personally, I don't know why all of my favorite characters tend to be women. Um, always like Jaina Solo is my favorite Star Wars character. Hard stop. 
always has been. And then I find myself writing stories and uh, having a, a woman lead. And because all this stuff, I don't feel confident that I am able to capture the voice properly. And it's it, it's just like, it's just difficult seesaw. You know what I mean? Um, mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. But, it, it, and, that, and, that but, jogged, and that jogged by... I remember my point. Thank you, Brad. <laughs> Thank you, Brad. You dragged it for me. It's it is on the topic of, of representation. It's that, you know, the fact that we we're making these small steps, but all of these women are still white. Padme and care and, and Carrie and Leia and Ray are white, you know, and they're pretty heteronormative. And it's like, well, what hope? You know, like we gotta keep pushing this though, because what hope does a woman of color have in Star Wars? Like, look at the reaction to Kelly Marie Tran. Look mm-hmm. at like, you know, it, it's it, it, you know, in queer women in Star Wars. You know, like, or God forbid, a queer woman of color. Like, like what they exist? Like, yes, yeah, Star Wars, they exist. Yes, yes, media, they exist, and it's. But you're pushing an agenda. Is, the force is female. <laughs> women are people what this is an agenda and it's just like and so for me it's like it's like i just it's 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 progress but it's not fast enough like i i'm i need star wars to make more of an effort to include women of color in, in leading roles and 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 also like men of color too because there still is like i'll never forget when the force awakens trailer came out and finn was the first person we saw on screen and i was like oh, cool. That's really cool. Like, awesome. I can't wait to see this movie. And then you go to the comment section and it's just (laughs) racism with a capital R. And you're like, what is going on? And, and just like, you know, I do, I want a man of color to be in a leading role. I was heartbroken. Like people said, black people can't be stormtroopers. And you're like, you, so, (laughs) If you're out just recruiting soldiers, <laughs> I, I don't know, it's, it's so weird. There are blue people so, in Star Wars. There so are aliens weird. in Star Wars. People are very ignorant. And sadly, I don't even know if it, like, I don't know. I think there's people that are definitely, like, have a bad heart and, like, are racist to the core. But I think a lot of it is ignorance and, like, it's not, it isn't shown enough, you know, and when it is, sometimes those stories, like, have, are, they hit you over the head with it, you know, like, we don't need, like, we need to talk about race, but we also just need to show different people and different people of color having different life experiences. That's how we connect with other people, you know what I mean? Like, that's just, the more you see it, the more it becomes normal, the more you can explore all kinds of different topics. Yeah, absolutely. Um, speaking of different topics, we got a ton of things coming down the pipeline from from Star Wars. Um, I'm curious, what if anything has you guys excited? Uh, I, like I'm toying with it with a bunch of them. People ask me, like, which one are you most excited for? And I find my answer changes all of the time. Uh, but the fact that you know Rogue Squadron, B- Patty Jenkins' father was a fighter pilot, and she's going to be doing Rogue Squadron, just makes yeah. it seem like it's going to be awesome to me personally. But um, I'll go to Marilu first, and what what uh, 
of the project you've seen, what are you excited for? Um, I'm really excited for the Obi-Wan show. I'm really pumped for that because I just, I, I, I love Ewan McGregor. I love Hayden Christensen. Um, Hayden Christensen was dealt such a tough hand, was a tough hand, a bad hand. It, you know, he was just completely bullied out of Hollywood. And he's a farmer, a fun fact. He is actually a farmer. He owns a farm and he's a farmer and that's his livelihood. Um, to see him, like, he didn't have to say yes to this. He could have said, no, you know, why would I go back to a dog that bit me? Like, but he's coming back for it. And I'm very excited to see what they do with that. Um, I'm also very excited for Visions because I love anime. Star Wars is anime as fuck. <laughs> and and I often <laughs> see people like, because there are a lot of Star Wars fans that like hate anime. There's It's like weird. It's like this weird like thing, I guess. Really good anime. It looks so, I'm like, yeah, Star Wars is anime. It's the blueprints of anime. It's like you got you got a trio you got there's always a trio you got you know a you know a hero getting stronger and you know and fighting and going through these different arcs like what are you talking about it's so anime and fun and um and it really solidified for me when i when i found that copy like volume two of like the manga version of return of the jedi that i found at a random bookstore and it was so cool looking, and so some of the art was pretty was, was a little janky, but it was it was really cool. And I was like, man, this the anime in manga format fits so well with Star Wars. And you see that because the Lost Stars book had an anime adaptation. The Leia Princess of Alderaan book is started has started its its or I'm sorry, its manga adaptation. The Leia Alder, uh, Leia Princess of Alderaan book has started its manga adaptation. It's anime. Star Wars is anime as heck, and to see these talented animators from Japan take a crack at the Star Wars universe with their specific visions, no pun intended, um, <laughs> is so exciting for me. And I think it's going to really steer some people into loving. It's going gonna, it's gonna to convert a lot of Star Wars fans into saying like, oh, <laughs> this is cool. Like, this is awesome. And but, I'm going to be like, why do I love this so much? What's yeah. wrong with me? <laughs> Um, uh, you know, Element uh, brings out that um, also the chosen one trope is very well ingrained in anime. Yeah. Uh, but, oh yeah. So you you did mention the Obi Wan show. Um, and I was curious if you were aware that Anna Graves is casted to be in the show. Anna Graves is the voice actor that played Satine in the Clone Wars. Oh no. Oh no! I didn't know that. <laughs> oh no! <laughs> now, I'm not ready. <laughs> now, now we, we don't we don't we don't know that she's coming back as Satine specifically, but it seems like a waste to not. And she she <laughs> she, she looks she's coming back as Satine. She looks like Satine if you see what Anna Graves looks like. Like, sorry, I did sneeze. Um. So yeah, we we might get some some interesting content um, with that as well. I always wanted an Obi Wan Satine book. Like I always want. That's what I thought Master and Apprentice was going to be by Claudia Gray, and it wasn't. And that's totally cool. I love Master and Apprentice. I love Claudia Gray, but I that's what I thought it was going to be. And I was like, so so when it didn't turn out to be that, I was like, oh, okay, 
the like, where's my Obi-Wan Satine book? Like I need this in my life. Uh, I am going to be like, I'm not joking. I'm going to start a petition to have Claudia Gray write an Obi-Wan Satine book. <laughs> I know she wants to. I I know she wants to. Uh, oh, one more thing tidbit for you, Marilu, is that um, the High Republic is going to get its first official manga where it's not an adaptation. It is a High Republic manga. Very um, interesting. They're actually getting some of, you know, the, the best manga writers to put together an original story in manga format. So that, that'll be exciting as well. Definitely check it out. Yeah. Uh, how about you, Caroline? Anything you're looking forward to? Yeah. So many you guys, you guys already listed so many, um, the Lando series. I'm really excited for, um, love Lando. Um, the Obi-Wan series. I'm really excited just to like get more of the original trilogy characters. Um, hopefully they like make appearances. Um, and then lastly, I wasn't super into the Mandalorian until the last episode and I was like mind blown. So I'm really hoping they like have a little baby Ben Solo. Um, and like maybe like in the background we can have the Solo family. Um, and seeing more of Luke would be amazing. So I'm really excited for that next week. Oh, and then I forgot about this. Um, the Bad Batch. Um, so I worked at a talent agency last year and one of our clients is in that, is voice acting in that. So I knew about it for like years before. So I'm really excited for it, for, for it to finally come out. Take a look at that. So, so I, I wasn't excited at all for the Bad Batch um, because I, I, the arc was good, but it wasn't great in my opinion. Mm-hmm. And then they showed the teaser for it. And I was like, oh, my God, how is this everything I've ever wanted? We've never seen the other side of Order 66. Right. Yeah. So this is a crazy time. Finnick uh, is in it. And I, I don't know. And hopefully they run into Quinlan Voss. I need that to happen. Quinlan Voss is a Jedi that survived Order 66. Um, okay. I need to know what happens to him because he fell, he fell in love with Asajj Ventress. He fell to the dark side. Ooh. He. he he has a really complicated story. He's is a really interesting character. I was hoping I he would out. come back to save Grogu. <laughs> Although, if I'm recommending books for you, Caroline specifically, I actually would recommend Last Shot um, as okay. I'm rereading it right now because it is it's it's actually three time periods at the <laughs> at the same time. It is like a modern story of Honda uh, of. <laughs> I said Hondo. Han, Han, Han and Lando um, oh. on a mission, but with flashes back 10 years ago to a Han mission with flashbacks 10 years prior to that on a Lando mission. Oh. Uh, and you get like little baby Ben running butt ass oh, naked. Uh, yeah. and so oh, that's so cute. <laughs> um, so, yeah, there's some cool stuff, but. Um, I am super excited for Lando as well. I need some more details on that. And I just love anything that Donald Glover does. They mm-hmm. didn't specifically yeah. say he was coming back, but he's got to come back. I mean, he's he's coming back. I'd be shocked if he didn't. Uh, how about you, friend? Obi-Wan show is 
way up there. I'm, I, it's like what I wanted for over a decade now, it feels. It's more Obi-Wan content. Um, but also just oh, extremely mixed feelings, extremely cautiously optimistic about the Ahsoka show because since I was 13 years old, Ahsoka has been my favorite Star Wars character, the light of my life, just like owning my heart and my soul. Um, and I am so excited and I am so nervous. Um, and I, I think it's gonna be cool that it's live action. I really love animation. Um, and so that's another thing that like, I'm cautiously optimistic to like see this in a, a medium that I am not familiar with necessarily with this character, but I think it opens the door to just so much cool stuff um, and a bigger life for the character. So. Yeah. And speaking of open doors, the background for Ahsoka makes me super excited because it's World Between Worlds, and I need to mm. learn more about. Uh, there's, there's, yeah, so much deep lore that's being promised here, um, and that's that's why I say my answer changes every time because when when Kathleen Kennedy said, "Oh yeah." Uh, Hayden Christian is reprising his role as Darth Vader and you're like wait what like I thought <laughs> I was expecting flashbacks but no Darth Vader it's like oh okay so yeah I'm in on that then they show the trailer for Bad Batch I'm like okay super in on that I love anime so I'm super in on that. I love like the force and deep lore and stuff. So Ahsoka is obviously in and as well as um, the Acolyte, which is a new happens at the tail end of the High Republic. So it's a, a time period we've never seen before. It's going to be a whole bunch of dark side stuff. And who knows? I mean, she may end up running into Darth Tenebris, which becomes Plagueis' master, which becomes Palpatine's master, or whatever. There's a lot of possibilities. Then, of course, we have Patty Jenkins coming through, Taika Waititi's coming through, Kevin Feige's coming through. Like, just... Uh, There's so much. It's going to be so great. It's going to be epic. I, and I remember, I remember talking, when, when you had asked me, Coco, on the lightsaber episode, you were like, well, what do you want? And I was like, I don't know who I need to sacrifice to go to to get Darksider content. And now we're getting it in the Acolyte. I'm very excited for it. I'm like, oh, finally. God. Something that isn't just the Jedi and Yoda lecturing me into my grave. Like, oh, thank God. <laughs> <laughs> I love Yoda. <laughs> uh, yeah. So, yeah, there's 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 a lot of awesome stuff to look forward to. Um, but, yeah, I mean, thank you guys so much for the conversation. Like, there's... This was just a, an, an awesome group with just varying backgrounds, and um, I don't. I, I feel lucky that I get to like talk to all these like different and unique people about these these topics, and like I'm just a random dude that that loves Star Wars, and um, you do this every episode. You're always thank you for having us. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so it's much. So sweet. Uh, yeah. But I mean it every episode. I'm shocked every every episode. I'm shocked that there's people in chat right now that like are watching and enjoying this, and people like you know en enjoy watching. Um, and I can't wait to have each and every one of you guys on for future uh, for future episodes. But love that. Um, 
I wanted to go around and see if you guys have any closing thoughts. And also, where can we find you and, and, and your content? Um, and also, this is kind of new. I'm throwing this in last minute. But um, I really appreciate that, you know, like we are four very different people with very different backgrounds that can just enjoy being fans and not have to like fight each other for like who's the biggest fan or, or, or whatnot. Um, so along with that, I want to hear what, you, what do you guys think that we need that the fandom needs? Um, if you have any thoughts, sorry for throwing that, that audible on you. So <laughs> to reiterate, if you have any closing thoughts, where can we find you and your content? And um, how can we how can we do better as fans? Uh, I'm going to go to Mary Lou first. Okay. Um, closing thoughts. Well, one of the things that I was thinking a lot about was um, Infern just brought this completely to the forefront of my mind even more was the fact that, like, how Fern talked about how, like, she became familiar with her sexuality through, not through the lesbian relationships of Star Wars, because there are none, um, but through kind of the implication of the, gay of, the, of the gay relationships with men. And I think a lot about, I spend a lot of time reflecting on kind of the fandom's relationship with, with gay men um, and, and the way that there is, there is an issue, I think, especially in the straight female fandom with fetishizing gay men and and you know and there's nothing for me like if you've got chemistry if you're an adult like i'm all here for it i'm here for straight relationships gay relationships i'm here for pan relationships i'm here for whatever like you know you know I, like i'm i'm bi i'm queer like i'm all for whatever what whatever you know whatever comes my way here you know you got chemistry you got chemistry but i do think that there is a problem in the star wars in all fandoms too with the fetishizing of gay men with with a lot of with straight women and with queer women too. I think queer women don't get a pass. You know, it's like gay men are not here for our fantasies. They are people and you can ship them. But I just, I think that if all you do is ship gay men, you know, that can lead to some problematic mindsets. I think that it can lead to some damaging assumptions. And I just, I, I would encourage the fandom to have a healthy mindfulness that these are, that, while they're fictional characters to a lot of people they represent they represent them to a lot of people these are real people they represent them in this media they relate to them in this media and it's good to shipping is fun and romance is great and but also to remember that like these you know they, they aren't just objects and that they might what they what these people mean to you may mean something else to someone else and just to treat all ships with respect and and fun and and yeah but also to the fact that um we didn't really talk about non-canonical relationships you know there are it's no secret that Rayla was modeled after you know Bascula and Revan you know like it, that's mm -hmm. very kind of well known and there are so many non-canon ships that are so wonderful and fun like speaking is, of ships I, I luke skywalker mm -hmm. was going to uh fell in love with a ship <laughs> <laughs> yes, yes. 
that completely threw me off. Oh my god! So <laughs> I, so I, I, I apologize. Okay, I, I want you to continue, but I will <laughs> yeah, never not. let Luke Skywalker live down Callista. You don't fall in love yeah. with a computer, oh, and then down the e- EU books. Yeah. Yeah. And then download that computer's mind into a person that you were friends with for a long time. Oh, God. And then you with date that person. I'm just saying, that's messed oh, up. Luke was Luke's a hot mess for you. <laughs> he was Luke a hot mess. <laughs> we were talking about it in Discord. I was like, I went, me and my best friend were really looking into his relationships in the EU and how it's like all just like he kisses women and then the women die and then he's like, I'm sad. And I'm like, <laughs> what is happening? What is going on? Like it, it was and it's just like, it, it was bizarre. It definitely, and, and as much as Luke is very, is definitely queer coded to me. I mean, I love Mara Jade. I think she's a really cool character. I think that she really took on, you know, I know a lot of people kind of compare Mara to sort of like this like Black Widow type. Like, oh, she's just kind of there for male fantasy. But everything I've read of Mara Jade, she's very, she's a pretty fully formed character. She's really cool. Timothy is not, she's I think, racist. nothing well. like Black Widow besides red hair. Nothing. Yeah, exactly. Like people see. I know. Yeah. Nothing wrong with that. But there's this there's this weird thing where where it's like a rarity thing of like women with red hair. So like Spider Man Mm -hmm. falls in love with 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 Mary Jane, and then Tony falls in love with with Pepper Potts, and Mm -hmm. uh, you know Barry Allen falls in love with Iris. Like everyone just falls in love with redheads. Because they're yeah. unique and like it's portrayed that the you know blonde ones are this and brunettes are this mm-hmm. and then the red haired mm-hmm. women are these like strong independent women and you're like it has nothing to do with the hair like why, I, why are you so focused <laughs> on the hair you know like, and, and people see these characters and they immediately kind of like connect them to each other like oh she's just like this or this and, and it's like and Mari's really cool I like Mari Jade a lot and I and I think that. So there's like a lot of really cool non-canon ships that like, yeah, just because they're non-canon doesn't mean that like, just because these books are non-canon doesn't mean you can't read them and enjoy them. I've been loving Legends so far. I love these stories. They're so goofy and just like, en- like just enjoy, enjoy what you enjoy and have fun with it. Um, and yeah, but yeah, my, you can find me at Miss Eggie on TikTok. I do post, do most of my posting there. And, and this was a pleasure as always. Coco, thank you so much for having me on. And, uh, and yeah, yeah. Always. Uh, also, Please. just so you know, and this goes for uh, all three of you guys, um, my my library is open to you guys if you are into audiobooks. Um, Marilu, you're, you're doing Legends right now. Um, I have almost all of them, so. Uh, I'll read off you for sure, yeah. You have the Courtship of Princess Leia. I do. It's actually a really short book. I hate, I I threw that book across my room when I read it. (laughs) I've never done that with a book before. (laughs) I know. If if I was going to make any, like, Legends recommendation towards you is I would want to start you further in the future with like legacy of the forest or something like that where okay. you have fully fledged characters Jaina solo is Aww. just the best i love her so much uh, she she's, seems awesome she's, she's just the greatest especially in legacy of the forest but um 
yeah, uh, same question to you. You know, closing thoughts. Where can we find you? And uh, what does the fandom need? Me? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, so kind of my closing thoughts are just everyone in the Star Wars community, if you are listening, please just be kind to each other because it is such, like, I have met the best people you three, like I've met so many of my really good friends through Star Wars. And if we keep it open to everyone, like we can take over the world. Like we, we will get more content if we are better to each other and consume it and are not so hateful. So the kind of, that's like my closing thing. And I wanted to thank you for having me on. This is my first podcast ever. So it's really exciting. Um, and then I do, um, use TikTok and Twitter. So my TikTok is sim for the solo boys, um, with a four sim four. <laughs> and then my Twitter is similar. It's sim for the solos. Um, so yeah, I would love it if people could follow me on there. Awesome. Love it. And, uh, yeah, I, I, a, I love your content, uh, B, you, I mean, you're the reason I'm doing this episode. You mentioned it during your live that I hopped into, and I was like, I gotta do that. I, we've, we've just, how have I not talked about this? There's not a lot of What's podcasts on me? the romance and Star Wars. I've uh, looked. <laughs> <laughs> and, and I, yeah, so I, my goal is to, to reach out to talk to all Star Wars fans um, of, of all kinds. I didn't even, know how varied you guys would be <laughs> but um I, I i just i love it it's it's the best um and how about you friend yeah so my closing thoughts are that love is great and brave and we should celebrate it in all its forms um and and my message to the star wars community is that Star Wars is fun and great and stupid a lot of the time and that's okay and we can embrace that and I think yeah I absolutely second what you said Caroline like empathy and kindness um, I think should be at the forefront of our minds when we interact with each other and interact with this content um, and I want to thank you for having me on the podcast because this is also my first podcast so thank you so much um, and um, you can find me on TikTok at Fern AMG and elsewhere on the internet, sort of a scavenger hunt because I never use the same username twice. Um, <laughs> but you can find some of my um, writing under the name AM Galberg. Okay, nice. Uh, so you are a self proclaimed lurker. Gotcha. There's yeah. nothing wrong with that. <laughs> I do the same thing. Um. <laughs> I kind of do the same thing too. <laughs> uh, and maybe your first podcast, that's certainly not your last um i i loved having you on and um and fern is also going to be talking with element seven and i this weekend on dyad and the force um mm. and then also <laughs> element seven just commented well now we need to have caroline on the dot on dyad as well <laughs> so <laughs> um yeah just just thank you guys for being uh, delightful and our our goal my goal uh, Michael Element and J.K.F. Parker there's a lot of us there's so much negative stuff out there uh, in our community that it's more negative than positive and it, it breaks my heart that people say oh no one hates Star Wars more than Star Wars fans like that expression is 
horrible, right? Mm-hmm. It's terrible. That's, that's not a fandom you want to be part of. Um, and I know I know creators from multiple fandoms that are like, yeah, I just, I just don't touch Star Wars anymore. That also makes me sad. Aww. So the, the goal is uh, we're taking over. Be the change you want to see, right? So exactly. let's, let's keep going. Let's make content. Uh, let's, let's spread the love. Um, and yeah, I mean, may the force be with everyone. Always. Be with you. 